Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. I want to get to the bottom of these figures. 2,000 chefs are needed across... uh, this part of Ireland, it's, it's unbelievable how busy we are in terms of hospitality and tourism, but there is a crisis if you're 2,000 short in a specialist area. I want to speak to Colm Glover, who's the business development manager uh, and he's, uh, with the Balmoral Hotel in Belfast, and uh, also uh, Danny Miller, who's uh, well known on the chef's circuit, <laughs> to say the very, very least. Uh, Danny, uh, arguably one of our top chefs. Um, c- c- Colm, First of all, the Balmoral, right, is a fabulous, I was going to say a new hotel, but it's a recently developed hotel. It's been there for an age, but it's, it's, it's just one of the hotels in Belfast that you instantly think of as being incredibly busy and su- successful. Would you find it difficult if you were looking for a good chef tomorrow to get the person you need? Yeah, absolutely. You know, there's a real crisis in the industry around trying to get chefs. Um, more importantly, trying to get young chefs into the industry as apprentices and so on. Um, we're we're lucky enough to have some really, really good chefs, both in Sticks and Stones in the city centre and in our restaurant, all our restaurants in the hotel. But um, yes, there's no crisis. There's no doubt about it. And that's why we've launched this MasterChef competition over the last few years. It's really threefold to highlight just how good the chefs we have locally are. Secondly, how good the food projects we have is. But thirdly, to try and attract young chefs in the industry. And and Danny, why is there a shortage? Like 2,000 is a serious number. Someone mentioned to me on the texts earlier when I said we'd be doing this that... You know, there are too many people coming out of recruitment drives who've got the who've got the white outfit, but they're, they don't have the skills to be a chef and they can't last the pace. Are, are there people in kitchens who can't do the job? Yes, um, currently there definitely is. It's I don't think it's the most demanding industry. I think it's maybe perceived that way. It, it's. I don't find demand them because I love it, you know, and I think, I think like, like all jobs, if Yale love it, it's not a job, no, because it's a passion. And I think within our the hospitality industry, you need to have that passion because you'll just find that you're working evenings and your friends are out maybe having a drink or socializing and you're thinking, oh, and then they don't, they don't last. And I think especially when they're younger, generally, like 16, 17, 18, 19, you know, where they're a bit more looking on to what their friends are doing on WhatsApp or Facebook or whatever, you know, and, they're feeling like, oh, they're missing out, whereas they don't see it as a career. And, and yeah, there's been, I think over the years, just gotten, the crisis just got a little bit worse every year. And I think with, with the likes of Brexit and the pound probably being a bit devalued, it hasn't helped matters, you know, of people from Europe wanting to come in. And, yeah, and what, what we're doing with working with the Balmoral Show and Fela 
is trying to promote the industry, you know, and say to them, look, this is a great career. This is something you should do. It's something we want to promote and get involved with because there's great opportunities. And to be honest with you, most employers like ourselves, you know, you're doing 45 hours a week and you're paid very, very, very well. See, this is one of the points that, again, people will say that the hospitality industry doesn't pay as well as you would imagine it should, considering the hours are so odd. You, you hit the nail on the head with young people maybe leaving to go to work at four o'clock in the afternoon and not coming home to maybe three o'clock in the morning. The, the, those are unsociable hours. You're working incredibly hard behind the scenes, not really getting the appreciation. You don't even see the smile on the diner's face. So you, you have to, you, you're doing all the hard work and maybe a couple of grand more would make you feel a lot better? Um, well, I don't think it should be money that should drive anybody in anybody's career. I think it should always start with the passion of the ingredients, the raw product. Um, and I think there's no chefs leaving at three o'clock. You know, I think most of them will finish about 11 o'clock, 12 o'clock. And, that's, and you still have plenty of time to go to a bar and have a social life. You know, and the shifts work, it's not like long days or splits anymore. It's, it's eight, nine hours a day. And it's, it's not too heavy. And it is, it is a great, there's a great feeling of, of preparing something with a raw ingredient and then delivering it on a plate and seeing that smile. Now, lucky enough, I work in an open kitchen in, uh, in above St. George's Market. I just recently took over a stock kitchen and bar. Give it a wee plug. And, um, it's, and I, I said, have an open plan kitchen because I agree, I think there shouldn't be that wall. I think people want to see the face of the kitchen, you know, and people want to see the ingredients. I want to see, there's nothing worse than looking there and seeing a chef with a big sad face. I want, I want people to enjoy themselves and life's too short, you know, if you, if, if you don't have that passion. There's, there is probably easier careers out there, Monday to Friday, nine to five, but that's not what I'm in it for, I'm in it because, because I love it and I want, I want that younger generation or the next generation to feel that same passion and desire and want to not just, just cook food, but be a part of a community from farmers, fishermen, uh, bakers, and it is and it is an amazing career. Amazing. You can see your enthusiasm in your in your smile as you talk about it. That's why yeah. Danny Miller is a darn good chef, and it's a, it's a name that that comes to to mind. Column, um, you're looking for staff, not at this present moment in time, but you know that you will be uh, looking for staff soon, simply because you're flourishing and the hotel is going from uh, strength to strength. Is it a character that you're looking for, as well as someone who is very good with the pots and pans and the, and the ingredients? Do, do you need character? Do you need someone with flair and someone with personality in, in, in a kitchen in a big hotel? Well, in many respects, last year with our MasterChef uh, Grand Final, the final of which is again this year on the 7th of August in the hotel, um, I was introduced to a whole range of different characters and chefs, a lot of which I wouldn't have really been exposed to personally before, uh, although Danny's a long friend of mine, a lifelong friend of mine. Um, the young guy that won it was uh, called uh, Colin Merwin from Muddler's Club. He was also studying in the University of Ulster, and he just shone through with this passion that Danny speaks about. And uh, the standard was absolutely sky high. Some of the people involved were absolutely amazing. But it was the ones with the passion who really you know, floated to the top. And the team there of judges who, who chose the, the winner in the end spoke very clearly about that need for the work-life balance, for the introduction of education in, 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 in the role and the job. And it, you know, not coming to this from just a job where you do find a lot of chefs move 
uh, job very quickly because they can simply walk out one day and walk into, next, into a job the next day given the, the crisis in the industry. So really what we're about in, in this whole MasterChef uh, process is about debunking some of the myths that uh, the, the industry had in the past, you know, in some of the TV shows and stuff that you had seen, that it's not the worst career in the world. It's a good environment to work for if you have the passion for it, like any job, and you can do very well. You can pick up skills that you can travel the world with, which Danny has too, and uh, these are transferable skills, and a young lad who won it last year uh, was away in Indonesia there recently. Uh, you know, expanding his skills, so we have got great support from the university, we also from Belfast Met, and uh, so that's the kind of thing we're looking for. It's people who are passionate, who are enthusiastic, that are going to come to to this with a perspective of learning and of education. And therefore, Colm, who won last year, has also done a nice video for us to encourage other young people to take part. And can people take part still? Can they get well, involved this year? Actually, the semi-finals are taking place today and tomorrow. So this year, we're down to the last eight today and tomorrow. And then next Wednesday, the 7th of August, will be the grand final, where the four finalists will do the gala show uh, and it's kind of unique as well the, the way we do it um, it's done like a TV show but uh, everybody in the audience gets to sample each of the dishes that are produced on the night and choose a people's choice winner Can people um, still go to it? Or absolutely yeah. tickets are available from the hotel on 301234 and uh, it's Belfast number and um we're also partnering with Guide Dogs this year. I'm a Guide Dog user myself. Um, it's not the reason why we're partnering with them as our charity partner, but uh, it's one of the aspects to it that we had our ambulance last year, Guide Dogs this year, and uh, it's quite broad. We have some of the top food writers in, in, in the north here uh, involved from Belfast Telegraph, Irish News, etc. Um, so it's a very high standard industry event, and we're lucky enough to have Danny overseeing the integrity of the whole process. Um, so that's what we're, we're working towards. But as, as well as that, you know, there's a widespread social media and broadcast media, including U105, who are one of our sponsors this year, uh, to help us uh, get the message out. It is a, it's, a, it's an excellent undertaking, of course, part of FILA as well. It, it proves to be, it has proven to be and will continue to be a, a success. Danny, we'll finish on the point that you briefly touched on. You've had some excellent staff here from other European countries who may now be deciding to go elsewhere to work. How big a part of the problem is the, the the fallout from the uncertainty around Brexit? Oh, it, 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 there's no, no doubt in my mind about it because I have friends from who've worked with me for years from Romania, Latvia, Poland and Italy as well and they're just, it, it's that unsure, it's not known and it, it gives people that think, why, why, should I, why should I risk this? And I said, with the pound being devalued, they're probably getting, you know, their, their wages work out a bit more salary when they do back home. And that was the whole point, was it coming here because the pound being strong and getting paid a little bit more than what they would have in their own homeland. And, and it's sad because, you know, I like to think it's the, most, the best thing about our hospitality industry is the fact that we can travel with it. It's like a passport. It's like an international passport you have. And when I went to Germany, they were so welcoming to me. And, and I always make, make that point of saying, like, these, these people over here, they're like, they're like ourselves. They're the modern day Irish. They're, they're traveling the world. They want, they want to work. And it's, and it, and it, it does, it is, it does sadden me that, that, that they're not staying here because, oh, unsure what, the, what's going to happen next. Will they feel welcome? And it's, it, it's up to us, I think, as a country to just be a bit more, a bit more open to everybody. 
Yeah, it is a, it's, a, it's a time of uncertainty and a, a time in your business of crisis when you're looking for 2,000 chefs. So if you're a young man or young woman and you're thinking about a career, uh, go through the process of learning properly. There's a massive industry uh, calling on you. Uh, Colm and, and Danny, thanks for coming by. Thank, thank you. you. Thank you very much. Uh, uh, best wishes to everyone involved in MasterChef at the Balmoral Hotel.